0: everybody welcome to another episode of the top five at five with your host johnny quest today is tuesday april 28th here's what you missed while you were filling out your census because you did that right if not pause do it now thanks all right if you haven't heard yet the food supply chain in america is at risk. Meat packing plants around the country have been closed in recent weeks, and we're talking chicken, pork, fish, beef. Eesh. Tyson, the nation's largest meat supplier and purchaser, had a plan to keep only 20% of facilities open. So there's the issue of oversupply. See if restaurants aren't buying, they don't need to output as much. And then there's the concern that there's just no way to properly social distance in these plants. And workers are starting to come down with the bit. So the White House is stepping in, and Trump is said he plans to order these plants to stay open using the Defense Production Act. Quoting Axios, the vast majority of processing plants could have shut down, reducing processing capacity in the country by as much as 80%, the White House official said. The order will label processing plants as critical infrastructure. The White House also plans to work with the Labor Department to issue new guidance that would provide additional liability protections and help protect food supply workers at high risk of experiencing complications from COVID-19. The White House feels like it's a critical time. When a key part of the food supply chain was at risk of substantively reducing capacity the official said we see it as an urgent need and there shouldn't be a panic on food supply at a moment when our country is embarking on the path of recovery from this fallout i got a local butcher but don't you all go running out at the same time and panic purchase all the pollo let's stay rational hey the president they got our back oh damn schooling at home sucks that's what the students think it's what the teachers think and now some school districts are just kind of giving up completely washington dc as well as parts of georgia texas and others are planning to end one to several weeks early from the wall street journal schools have struggled to launch remote learning for more than 50 million children across the country during the coronavirus pandemic in the largest experiment in remote learning ever among the issues they've encountered not all students have internet access or have parents available to help causing concerns about inequity as a result many Districts haven't required schoolwork be completed or graded. Student participation, when schools are even able to measure it, has often been below regular attendance level. The Bibb County School District in Macon, Georgia is ending school Friday for about 21,500 students. Three weeks early. We're living in the middle of a global pandemic, a mother of two said. If your child is having a meltdown and scared because of what's being seen on the news, maybe the spelling words can wait, end quote. Meanwhile, in New York City, Mayor de Blasio announced a new grading policy for the rest of this year. Grades K through 5 will get a met standards or needs improvement. Kids that need it will get enrolled in a summer program. Grade 6 through 8 will also get met standards, need improvement, or course in progress. That means you're going to have to do summer school or finish it in the fall. Seniors and 8th graders will get priority for those programs so that they can finish by August. So things are pretty goofed up, which means it's no surprise to hear that CNN got their hands on some audio from Trump telling governors that they need to quote unquote, seriously consider opening the schools back up. It's all of course, a part of his move to rush to restart the economy. But let's be honest, Even if they do reopen, how many kids are going to actually go back? How many parents are going to feel comfortable sending their kids, as annoying as they may be in the house, into a facility where you're not entirely sure that it's been fully sanitized and that all students are even okay? Nah, I'm good. You can go back next fall, little Johnny. Staying on the school front, what about these college kids? How many seniors are going to miss out on their in-person graduation ceremony? Well, lots of schools have postponed that to the winter, which is nice, but it's not the same. So, of all companies, Facebook has decided to step in here and provide everyone a virtual graduation ceremony, and they've got quite the lineup and keynote speaker. Quote, the social media platform announced today that it'll stream a live graduation event on May 15th over Facebook which will feature a commencement speech from Oprah Winfrey, as well as smaller speeches by Aquafina, Jennifer Gardner, Lil Nas X, and Simone Biles. Miley Cyrus will also perform, and although the show will be broadcast over Facebook, select clips will also show up on Instagram too. Starting May 11th, that same account, at Instagram, will host senior-related content like senior superlatives and portrait showcases. Instagram itself will be getting some product updates too, including a graduation countdown sticker, celebratory sticker pack, music stickers that connect to graduation songs, new AR effects, and a custom hashtag page for graduation 2020, end quote. So if you happen to score Oprah for your graduation ceremony commencement speech, eh, you're winning. So cheers to the class of 2020. It'll be one you'll never forget, that's for sure. Okay, sports! Major League Baseball has been able to reverse course on their ticket policy and issue refunds to fans that weren't able to receive them previously. You see, the MLB, StubHub, and all 30 teams were sued last week because they wouldn't issue refunds for games that were missed due to the postponement of the entire baseball season. Because, see, they were listed as postponed and not canceled. And so teams were telling fans just to hold on to the tickets that they'd eventually be rescheduled. Sure. Quoting the LA Times, however, that position had become increasingly untenable. Commissioner Rob Manfred conceded on ESPN on March 25th that we're probably not going to be able to play the full 162-game schedule. While many businesses across this country have acted lawfully and ethically by providing consumers with refunds for events that will never occur during this pandemic, sometimes at the risk of bankruptcy, it remains notable that America's pastime baseball is refusing to do right by its fans the lawsuit read as stadiums remain empty for the foreseeable future baseball fans are stuck with expensive and unusable tickets for unplayable games in the midst of this economic crisis by the way there have been over 400 games already called off i'm sure this is going to be a pain in the butt to figure out and a pain in the butt to pay for and to deal with season ticket holders but this was definitely the best decision Looks like the world of cinema may have some real concerns here to the video on demand market. See, Universal released Trolls World Tour direct to video and bypassed the theater during the vid. We talked about this a few weeks back. Well, it's paid off for them. They've gotten almost 5 million rentals and earned close to $100 million in rental fees. That's a pretty sweet box office for a stay-at-home experience. See, studios have to split tickets evenly with theaters, but they get to keep 80% of rental fees. And for this movie, it was 20 bucks to rent. Budgeting for this flick was only $90 million compared to the original, which cost them $125. So they're already up. And on Monday, the same studio announced that Judd Apatow's new Pete Davidson-led comedy, The King of Staten Island, would skip its planned June 19th theatrical release and premiere on demand instead so is this going to be the next thing in film or is this just a result of an audience that's kind of forced to be at home and having the convenience you tell me i'd love to hear your comments hit me up y'all well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day Okay, so did you guys get to see that Good Morning America reporter yet that chose not to wear pants for his on-screen time? Yeah, he just rocked the top half of the suit. It's freaking hilarious because the camera was set too far back. So the entire time, you could see his almost naked thigh. I mean, oh my gosh. And then Amy Robach, who he was speaking with back at the studio, she noticed and her face, oh man, it's great. Check it out in the show notes. Uh, So yeah, remember to wear pants for your next conference call. Or just make sure you swipe your camera cover over to close. Well, as always, remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated. I got you with the news.